Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode, another show of Doug and Renee, Married Life. Married Life. That's how we do it this week. We just married life. You heard? Is that what you're doing right now? That's what we do. That's what we do. As uh, Mr. Brown would say, you heard? So we are still discussing love and happiness. This is the third week or so in the month of June when we're recording this. And hopefully you've been blessed by the last two uh Shows that we did about love and happiness. Excuse me, love and happiness. And since we're recording this on Father's Day, I just want to say Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Yes, uh, I know in America we celebrate fathers. So celebrated Father's Day. Excuse me, on June nineteenth, twenty twenty two. If you happen to be listening to this in twenty twenty three, then June nineteenth is not on a Sunday, but. <laughs> well, I just want to see the expression on your face The look well, on your face Babe, I wish you a uh, happy Father's Day Thank you And uh, we, the family, thank God for you Being an awesome father to our children An excellent example of a man of God And shout out to our oldest son uh, Holding it down as a dad mm-hmm. um, He makes us proud watching him uh, parent his always his parenting. his daughter He's always always, always in parent mode. <laughs> Everything's a teachable moment, and so uh, shout he got it honest. He got it honest. Yes, shout out to Andre as grand as grandparents. It's funny to watch now because we get the spoil, but now we get to watch him parent parent, and it's quite entertaining. And then sometimes it's quite annoying. Yeah, it's like all right. Bring it, bring it in, yeah. bro. Bring it. Everything isn't a teachable moment. It's, yes, it is. Everything's a teachable moment. <laughs> and that leads us to our our title, what we're talking about: love and happiness. The love and happiness. So do you yes. want to be happy or do you want to be right? He, he's like, I want to be right. I don't care about happiness right now. Right. We need to teach her. I need to teach her. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh lord. Exactly. Yeah. So again, I just wanted to reiterate, Happy Father's Day. But shout out to the to the to the men that we know are fathers in our family. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Doug, and shout out to Andre. Those are the only fathers we know, so no, well, I'm just joking. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about in our immediate family. Right. Yeah, in, you start in, naming names, it, it's it, gonna be it's, it's gonna be the whole podcast. Yeah. So shout out to all the fathers holding it down. God bless go. you. There we go. So we want to continue with love and happiness. And thank you all for taking me out for Father's Day. I appreciate it. And letting me eat stuff I normally wouldn't eat. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing you appreciate it now. (laughs) Yeah, tonight, tomorrow, later on tonight, I may not appreciate it. But it was was good going down. Good going down. Yeah. Funnel cakes. All right. So uh, we're still talking about love and happiness. And I want to um, just talk about love. I don't have any scriptures right now. But I would say... Try not to let the enemy trick you. And here's the thing about 
Here's the thing about love. Not to say we're human, we make mistakes. But I, if I love you, I shouldn't do, or I should not do anything to you that would impact your happiness in a negative way, on purpose. Right. I shouldn't. Uh, if, mm-hmm. I, if I truly do love you. I understand we're human, we make mistakes, but I shouldn't go out of my way to, as your husband, to say, I'm going to do something that's going to impact your happiness in a negative way. Because as we've, as we've been saying since day one, we're a team dancer. Right. And if, if you know, you lose, we lose. You win, we win. I win, we win. I lose, you win. So I just wanted to see if you were paying <laughs> like, attention. I yeah, just to, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what, what kind I of... I just want to do it. If one person <laughs> loses, we all lose. If one exactly. person wins, we all win. Yes. So for me to go out and do something negative or do something that affects you or impacts your happiness, that's just wrong. That's Let's just call it what it is. It's wrong. It's not biblical. You and mm-hmm. your flesh, you know, I'm going to get her back. I'm going to get him back. I want to make them mad. Yeah. I want I want them to feel the way I feel. And that's that's just wrong. Two wrongs don't make it right, as my mama would say. And I don't I don't know anywhere in the Bible where it says, you know, if somebody did you wrong, do them wrong, and it'll come out right. I don't I don't know where that's at in the Bible. So if you see that in the Bible, hit us up. But I don't see it anywhere in the Bible. Right. And I think especially um because your spouse made you upset or made you mad but they did it unintentionally and then you decide you know well what she did or what he did made me mad so i'm going to do something to make them upset i'm going to pay them back mm-hmm. and that's just wrong. wrong it's not right it's not godly not um right. and you have to check yourself before you wreck yourself or god will check you um exactly I've been there. i was there so i i know i did that and I know God corrected me many occasions. And, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I did something to you, not recently, early on in our marriage, where you may have done something inadvertent. And now that I know, after all the personality tests we've taken, you know, that you just, you just being you. And I was like, no, that is not Renee just being Renee. She's out to get me. She's out to <laughs> She trying to control me. She trying to do this. She trying to do that. What? No. I'm going to get her. And Lo was like, nah, bro. You don't want me to get you. So I was like, what? So- <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And that's the beautiful thing about the scripture that the Lord will fight your battles for you. He really, really does. And so you don't have to pay people back, especially the person who is somebody who you say you love mm-hmm. and you trying to pay them back. That's not love. That's And that's definitely not of God because God is love. So you trying to pay somebody back or you trying to do something to make them unhappy intentionally, um, you're going to reap what you sow. I don't know if it's not love. It may not be unconditional love. It's love with conditions. Because if it's not love, what is it? Like, it's just some you putting conditions on your love. Yeah, but you know what that, I mean? 
to me, when you just said that, and I may have to do some research on this, you said unconditional love. Yeah. So there's love, there's conditional love, but God is love. And if the, the epitome of love is God, Mm -hmm. why are there conditions? No, I agree. Because I agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying we as humans Mm -hmm. get in our flesh and we put conditions on love. Like if you do this, I love you. You do that, I love you. So is that really love? But if it's not love, what is it? That's what I'm saying. That's it's what I'm not. Saying. That's it's what I'm like, saying. It's not love. It's like I like you. I I, I like you. I'm attracted to you. Um, but what if you married? It's got to be more than I like you. It's gotta be love. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that's, that's that's what a good I was question. getting at. I was like, it's probably conditional love. It's not unconditional love. And we want people to go from conditional love or from like. From to conditional love, from conditional love to unconditional love. We just want you to unconditionally love your spouse. The agape that. love. There we go. God kind there of love. Go. That's what we're that going God for. God so loved the world that he gave, He it was an action. He gave his only begotten son. So you must show your spouse godly love. Mm-hmm. Even when, and I think we talked about this last week, even when they seem unlovable, they may be doing something. And as Doug said, he thought I was after him. He thought I was trying to do this. He thought I was trying to do that. He's trying to get me but from a paper. it was just <laughs> <laughs> me being me. And your spouse may not be trying to intentionally hurt you, um, and that's where communication comes into play. We're just having a conversation and telling your spouse, you know, when you do X, Y, Z, it makes me feel like you are trying to make me unhappy or you're trying to make me mad or it makes me mad. Mm-hmm. It makes me unhappy. Mm-hmm. And if you truly love one another unconditionally, then you should be able to talk about that and say, oh, I didn't realize that made you feel that way. I'm not trying to do that. I do that because mm-hmm. I like to da 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 whatever. And when you come to me and you say, Doug, when you do, when you do this, it makes me feel X, Y, Z way. I cannot say, well, you shouldn't feel X, Y, Z way. Right. I cannot tell you how to feel. Exactly. You feel how you feel, and that's how you feel. And so to the people who are listening to us, I'm trying to help you. We're still talking about love and happiness. If you want to be happy, do not tell your spouse or your significant other how to feel. How to feel. Because that'll shut down the happiness right then and there. Exactly. (laughs) On everybody's part. (laughs) Because they're going to be like, how are you going to tell me how to feel? And then you just shift it to a whole other conversation. So if your spouse or your fiance is coming to you, say, hey, when you do this, I feel a certain way. Your response should never be, well, don't. You can't feel this way or you shouldn't feel this way. Exactly. The person feels the way they feel and you have to give them the space and the right to feel that way. I was going to say that. I was going to say you got to give them the space to feel how they feel. And allow them to come to you to keep it real. Because you do not want them to say, oh, you know what? I can't 
And this has happened in our relationship. Um, but thank God, you know, as we've grown, I feel more comfortable with sharing with Douglas things. But there were times where me telling Douglas how I felt was like, oh gosh, you know what? You shouldn't feel that way. And it wasn't that he said that, it was the response. So you got to mm-hmm. watch your response too. So I would shut down and vice versa. There have been times Doug come, came to me and I wasn't receptive to what he said. And then it was like, okay, immediate shutdown. I'm just not going to come to Renee and tell her that anymore because she didn't receive it. And so we had to learn. So we're trying to help you navigate communication so that you say you love each other and um, you could find some harmony and some happiness in your marriage. Don't shut each other down. Don't shut each other out when you come, when the person comes and says, there's something that you're doing that makes me unhappy. Mm-hmm. Allow them that safe space to come and share with you that they are unhappy. And whether it's Um, they're unhappy about something else or they're unhappy about something you did, allow them that space to share that. And then be honest with yourself. What do you mean? Take a moment. Maybe you don't need to respond in that moment. Maybe Mm -hmm. you need to actually do some self-reflection and say, maybe I do um, hurt their feelings or get on their nerves or make them feel a certain way when I do that. Allow some time to actually examine that action Mm -hmm. (laughs) and observe and say, oh, wow, I can see how that can happen. And maybe you won't see it because you're two different people and and that's okay too. But you have to respect, as Doug said, that although you can't see it, that's how it makes them feel. And you said something important about your actions. So even if you don't say... Even if I, you know, you come to me and say, Doug, you made me do or make me feel this way. Even if I don't say, well, Renee, you shouldn't feel this way. My actions could be telling you, well, you shouldn't feel this way. You know what I mean? Exactly. Even if I don't verbalize it, my actions, my body language, you know, so all of that, you have to check all of that. Because I know there's there's people out there listening to us saying, well, I didn't say it. You didn't say it, but your actions are saying, speaking louder than any words that ever come out of your mouth. So, you know, you just got to be careful about that because if if your wife's not happy because of things you're doing or your husband's not happy because of things you're doing, then, you know, something's wrong. Why 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 are you um, negatively impacting their happiness? And that's something you may have to look internally to right. figure out. You know, maybe you have a, a, a self-esteem issue with yourself. You Maybe you don't like you. Maybe you're not happy. Yeah, exactly. Right. If you're not happy, it's kind of hard to try to be around someone who is happy or try to make someone happy if possible, do things for them to be happy because you're not happy with you. You don't like you. And, you know, you have to... You know, and if that's part of the problem, be honest. Like Renee said, it comes back to communication and talk to your spouse. Say, you know what? I'm having a problem with me. I don't like me right now. I'm going through something right now. And if you have to seek out therapy and someone to talk to, 
that's fine. Uh, by all means, uh, get you in, go into therapy. But you have to be honest with yourself and you have to communicate with your spouse because divorce is not an option. And you want you're in this for the long haul. This is the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And if you look at it like that, that we're going to spend the rest of our life together, then, okay, let's let's go to therapy. Let me go to therapy and work on some things. Let me work on me, get some things better, because this is an investment because we plan on spending the next 40, 50 years together, Mm -hmm. 60 years together. So when you look at it like that, it's an investment. And in the moment of transparency, I've had to do that with Doug. What you do with me? Where I wasn't happy with myself. And I said to him, I said, I'm finding it difficult to make you happy right now because I'm not happy. I'm not in a good space. And that was something that God revealed to me. Now, in some instances you may not know that you're unhappy. And that's why therapy is a good thing because if you have a good therapist that you can talk to, they can help you um, peel back layers of an onion, if you will, to actually help you see yourself, to help you see that maybe there's something, you know, I don't understand why, you know, my spouse is not happy when I do X, Y, Z. I don't understand why we're not getting along. And so individual counseling is good and couples counseling is is good as well. So in the Bible, it does talk about being happy. And if you want to do a Google search on happiness, because I was shocked at the number of scriptures that are in the Bible that talk about being happy, because I thought for sure, you know, there would be, you know, more... There may be more scriptures on joy, but I was shocked at the number of scriptures I found on happiness. So I would say do a search on happiness if you're not happy and do a search on happiness in whatever search engine you use and just meditate on those scriptures. I can, you know, I'll give you a few, but I'm not going to go through all of them because, you know, you'd probably stop the podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay. 2 Chronicles 9 and 7, um, Job 5 and 17, and Psalm 127, 4 through 5. And the last one I'll give you, well, I'll give you two more. Psalm 128, 1 through 2, and Psalm 144 and 15. So again, if you struggle struggle with happiness, because I was pleasantly shocked about how many times the Bible talks about happiness and different things bring you happiness. It's not one thing. Uh, sometimes it's, it's wisdom. Sometimes it's uh, correction. Sometimes it's, you know, doing the right thing uh, was obedience, uh, different things, people asking you for advice, those things. So different things will bring you happiness, but biblical happiness is what we're striving for. And so, like I said, just, just do a search on happiness have scriptures regarding happiness in the Bible and you'll be surprised what come up and then meditate on those and ask God to reveal um, what he wants to in your life. Because like I said, we're all different and what makes Renee happy may not necessarily make me happy, but because we're married, I will 
endure hardship as a good soldier. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. All right. I just wanted you to laugh. I just I um, love it when you laugh at me, even if yeah. you don't laughing at me. So a good example is I'm not a big fan of baseball, mm-hmm. but traditionally um, we have taken you to baseball games or traditionally I started a tradition where I would buy the tickets for you and your sons. This started years ago where I wanted them to blindfold you and tell you was like, nobody blindfolded me. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> they, they took you to a baseball game and then that started a trend where almost every year um, they take you to a baseball game. And then this year I said, I wanted to come along. I wanted to spend time uh, with the, with the fellas as well. And the granddaughter, she, she came along with us as well. And I know that baseball going to baseball games makes you happy. And I knew that me being there, even though I don't like baseball games, Made you happy because mm-hmm. we're hanging out together. Yes, you're my best bud. Yes, so um, although I did, that's 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 and sac- he drove. That sacrifices, and I don't like to drive, y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have sort of look on her face. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big deal. Yes, I drove, <laughs> and I went to a baseball game, but I enjoyed myself. But it made me happy to see him happy, and that's what. A part of um, sacrifice and commitment is is doing something that your spouse enjoys that you may not necessarily enjoy, but because you love them, you want to make them happy. You don't want to make them unhappy. You want to make them happy. And I want to, we had mentioned in the last podcast, I want to make sure we get it in before we conclude this podcast, uh, what the Bible says love is. This is in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation because most other versions, especially the King James Version, says charity. But charity is uh, translated into the word love. What about the Passion Translation? The Passion Translation uh, this one I was feeling the, the New Living Translation, okay, but okay. if you want to pull up the Passion, you can pull up the Passion while I read this one. So, First Corinthians thirteen four through eight New Living Translation says it this way: Love is patient, and love is kind. Love is not jealous, or boastful, or proud, or rude. It does not demand its own way. I'm going to read that sentence again. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. I thought that version was so appropriate on understanding what love is. And 
If you're impatient and not kind to your spouse, that's not love. If you're jealous of your spouse or you're boastful or you're proud or you're rude, that's not love. It does not demand its own way. Basically, love is not selfish. It's not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. Ouch. So stop keeping record of you did this to me, so I'm going to do this to you. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm keeping account every time you make me upset. No, that's not love. It does not rejoice about injustice. So you don't celebrate when somebody, something, someone you say that you love, something happens to them. Be like, mm-hmm, that's what you get. No. But rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. That means you have to keep fighting even when things are getting tough. You Love never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Not some circumstances, every circumstance. So for the always hopeful, that means you cannot say they'll always be like this. They ain't never going to change because mm. I'm hopeful that you will change. I'm hopeful that things will get better. Yeah. I'm hopeful that we will not always be going through this. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that things will be better. And sometimes your your words are holding back your deliverance. Mm. Go back and look at the power of words. Yeah, because the words you're speaking. And I was listening to you and I'm reading this while you're saying this. I'm like, yeah, I can see. Back in our early days, how my words and my actions held us back. Mm -hmm. Held me back, which in turn held us back. Right, because we're a partnership. Mm -hmm. And I could see the same. I could see the same. The scripture, the verse that um, gets me, it does not demand its own way. And I could see in there being, in parentheses, Renee. It does not demand its own way, Renee. You can put your name there, whoever you are. It does not demand its own way. Sally, Sue, John, Jane, James. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike. Yes, all, <laughs> all of the above. And then some names we didn't name. Um, so I just thought it was appropriate to let you see that scripture and see it in that particular version And just recognize how important it is to love your spouse the way God wants you to love them. Have a blessed week. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.